Event. We've got Doug Giles with us today here on the broadcast, coast to coast, to border to border, on the Starcom Radio Network. Doug Giles is the author of Rise, Kill, and Eat, a theology of hunting from Genesis to Revelation. And um, the headline today is, who is this killer? It's a shocking claim, but it is true. Do we need to get better at profiling these Islamists? Um, when we evaluate cases for potential Muslim terrorists, we always look for physical signs, like a, a trim mustache, a beard that is lesser trimmed. And when it comes to the crime that was committed, we look at whom the victims are. In the story of Eddie Roth, who murdered Chris Kyle, there are signs of concern, especially the facial hair. doesn't match the profile of a convert. With us today, Doug Giles, he's got a fantastic book, Rise, Kill, Eat, Theology, and Revelation. Check it out on thegreatamazon.com. He's also the man behind ClashDaily.com. Um, Doug, tell us a little bit about this situation because this this is a uh, very, very, very strange situation with uh, Muslims being more prevalent in, in our society. And uh, a lot of them, in fact, 99% of them don't behave very well. Uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, it is weird indeed, and as the trial rolls out in Stephenville, Texas this week, um, we look at Eddie Routh, the guy who killed uh, Chris Kyle, the American sniper, and, and his friend Chad, also a Navy SEAL, uh, uh, incredible warrior. We're looking at a deranged, absolute, nuttier-than-a-squirrel-turd freak. The one thing that I keep uh, uh, going back to, and it's something that a Muslim expert, a former Muslim, uh, Walid Shobat pointed out last week, he said in the in the mugshot and photographs of Eddie prior to the assassination of Chris and Chad, is that old Mr. Routh was wearing um, what Walid Shobat, again, a Muslim expert, former Muslim, said was uh, Muslim facial hair. Now, when I posted this column on ClashDaily.com, a lot of people said, you know, it, there is something here. And, and other people said, it's just a beard, man. I wear a beard. My terrorist. It's like, look, numb nuts. He's got his mustache shaved off. Yep. And yep. he's got the nanny goat, Billy goat fuzz, like the religion of peace terrorist sport when they usually blow up pizza huts in Tel Aviv. Yep. Or wherever they do their dastardly. I think it's something that needs to go overlooked. And we are so we're so slow on the uptick in this politi- politically correct environment that we're in, is that we can't look at something that looks like a duck and quacks like a duck and say, hey, it might be a duck. It took us five-plus years to say that what Nadil uh, Malik Hassan did in Fort Hood was actually terrorism. Yep. I think we ought to take yep. a poke around Eddie's facial hair. I don't know. He could be a fan of Abraham Lincoln's follicles or the Amish religion, or he could be simpatico with Islam. Now, uh, this this is such a, uh, a such a topic the mainstream media just will not cover. We've got Doug Giles with us today. He's the author of Rise, Kill, and Eat, A Theology of Hunting, from Genesis to Revelation. He joins us today here on the telephone. Um, some of these investigations prove that Rolf converted to Islam. The possibilities are there. After all, there could be a motive to kill Kyle, who became a wanted man. For the uh, Sunni insurgent price put on his head and was dubbed the uh, Shaitan, basically the devil of Ramadi. Um, that plus Kyle was an Islamophobe who was open about his uh, rightful hatred for Islam and the Quran. This makes him a wanted man. Give us your thoughts on that, Doug. Well, the Warfighter Foundation uh, filed a Freedom of Information Act to obtain Ralph's service records, and lo and behold, uh, Mr. PTSD never saw combat, as in caps lock, never saw combat, 
and he stayed at the Balada Air Force Base there in Iraq, which is one of the sweetest Air Force bases yeah. uh, in Iraq. They had Pizza Hut, movie theaters, and his job there was overseeing uh, Muslim prisoners. And he corresponded with his old man, saying that he felt that America was wrong for being in Iraq, and he felt sympathy for the Muslim prisoners and their plight. And like you said, here Kyle is. He's got a big, big price on his head uh, from, again, the religion of peace, al-Qaeda. You know that here, after doing so many tours and protecting so many people and being in so many hot zones, he dies at the hands of a lunatic in in Erath County, Texas. I think it's, again, I think it's suspicious. I think people need to poke around in it. I think, like you said, it is uh, woefully underplayed in the lamestream media. And for us to ignore this kind of us to be the bad guy if we profile, I think it's just bull crap and it's part of the politically correct culture that Obama has created. And I think it's going to get us hammered again and again and again. Doug Giles with us today. He's the author of Rise, Kill, and Eat, a theology of hunting from Genesis to Revelation. And he's with us today on the telephone. Let's talk about the new book. Um, Tell me a little bit about the book. Why did you decide to write this incredible read? Yeah, Rice Killing is an apologetic for not being apologetic about hunting. Hunting nowadays is getting poo-pooed by the, the effeminate metrosexual uh, secular culture that's been created by Hollywood and the doe-eyed tree humpers. And you know what, man? That, that mindset, that worldview has infiltrated uh, the four walls of the church to where now Christians think that if you hunt animals, if you put the bam to bambi and roast his backstrap, somehow you're breaking the seventh commandment, thou shalt not kill, and you're making Jesus angry. And so what we did is that we took the, the, the Bible as a piece of literature, and we went from Genesis to Revelation, scoured every verse of the Bible, and you know what? We found out that not only is God not against hunting, he green lit the whole thing in Genesis chapter 9 after the the floods in Noah's day, saying that it's a blessing for his people from here on out to be able to uh, hunt and eat the animals that were carried on the ark. Who knew that that big ark, brother, was a big floating game ranch? <laughs> Doug Giles with us today, coast to coast to border to border. Rise, kill, and eat. Theology of hunting from Genesis to Revelation. He's with us today on the telephone. What do you want readers to take away from your writing, Doug? Well, first of all, they got to get an attitude, man. In order to have an attitude to take it to the estreperous naysayers who poo-poo everything from hunting to traditional values in the United States of liberal acrimony, is that they've got to get information. And like I said, uh, this is an apologetic. It is a defense of hunting from the Scripture. Now, obviously, there's scientific or must-have as well, because hunters, from a conservation standpoint, protecting land and animals, and bringing uh, animals back from near uh, endangered uh, uh, notifications or listings, uh, we we crush the anti-hunters in putting our money where our mouth is. And so not only is there the scientific uh, empirical data that hunters and our hunting dollars preserve uh, animal land, there's also the spiritual side of things for those who believe that, that, uh, that God did ordain us to steward his creation, and that entails hunting animals. Everything, brother, from nose hairs to brown bears needs management, and it's not a bad thing if it's done proportionately, if it's done quickly, and it's and if it's and if all the flesh and all the bones and all the hide and all that other stuff is utilized for goodies, for our enjoyment and for our health. 
Doug Giles with us today. Rise, kill, and eat a theology of hunting from Genesis to Revelation. What was some of the uh, research and uh, different things you put into the book? Uh, well, this one this one always uh, ties people's minds in a knot, and I love when I get on Christian radio stations and uh, television shows and ask them who is the first uh, person in the Scripture to put an animal down, and they're usually thinking it was like uh, Nimrod or Jezebel or some some evil demoniac, and it goes way back to Genesis chapter 3 when our, our, our parents, Adam and Eve, sinned in the garden. They were hiding in the garden. They're covering themselves with fig leaves, and God said, where are you? And uh, they said, well, we knew you were looking for us, and we kind of screwed up, and blah, blah, blah. And, and God, according to Genesis 3.21, put an animal down, took its skin off, and covered them uh, with leather which I think is pretty rock and roll. We've got uh, Doug Giles with us today. He's got the fantastic Rise, Kill, and Eat, a theology of hunting in Genesis, uh, from Genesis to Revelation. He's with us today on the telephone. Now, the book is fantastically well written. Um, tell me a little bit about the reviews and some of the different things you've been getting on the book so far. Well, people who uh, who love hunting and they're sick of uh, seeing hunters vilified. I don't know if you you and your audience remember Kendall Jones, the Texas yep. Tech cheerleader, yeah. years old. She goes and legally hunts unendangered animals, and then uh, gets a, a Facebook page devoted to her death, multiple death threats. My daughter's a big hunter. Obviously, I am. We get death threats all the time. I write, as you well know, uh, against uh, Islam and against jihad and all that other crap. And you know what? I get far less death threats from our religion of peace buddies than I do the doe-eyed, tree-humping animal activists. They're eco-terrorists. They're filled with emotion. They're or, or irrational, unreasonable. And so, of course, the feedback I get from them is, go to hell, you blankety-blank. Uh, from people who do hunt, uh, it's a it's a compendium. It's a wealth of knowledge this book gives them, so that they can again do the role of the apologist and just shut the moron down when the argument starts with biblical data and scientific research. We've got we've got the uh, fantastic fantastic guest of this today, Doug Giles. And uh, Doug, before we let you go, how do we find you online, my friend? Yeah, ClashDaily.com. That's ClashDaily.com. That's my main stomp rounds. And, uh, yeah, they can find the book on Amazon other places, or they can get a signed copy at ClashDaily.com of Rise, Kill, and Eat. Awesome stuff. Well, Doug, have yourself a wonderful day. We'll talk soon, sir. Thanks, man. Right on. Thanks, Appreciate buddy. it. Doug Giles with us today. We're going to take a timeout. Come back. We've got more.